0: What is up? Welcome back. I hope you are surviving the month of December. This is such a busy month for pretty much almost everybody. Some people plan ahead and they already have things done. There's a lot more parties and functions. And some of us are running around like chickens with our head cut off trying to do everything. And then most of the time, it's a mix of all of the above. So I know that it can be challenging during this month to try to find some balance with our whole foods and processed foods. In my private Facebook group this week, this conversation got brought up about the balance between them and feeling like they're leaning on one or more or the other and how bad processed foods were. Also, a couple weeks ago, I did an episode on managing your health and fitness during the holidays. And I mentioned in that episode, as I have many episodes about protein powder or protein bars, and I've had people say, well, you're promoting fake food. And I'm going to tell you, and I'm going to talk about this today a little bit, about a sliding scale that I use when I'm eating that helps me. Because the truth is, there's a raging debate between people who are whole food eaters or people who are, um, they call them if it fits your macros lifestyle, like people who focus on macros. There's a raging debate between them. And the problem is a lot of people are getting caught in the crosshairs and they're feeling confused and ashamed and guilty. They feel guilty because they don't know how to do things or they're worried they're doing things wrong and they feel lost. So the point of my podcast, as you know, is I want to simplify things. I want to explain things. So I'm going to give you a sliding scale today of trying to find a balance and trying to find what works for you, no matter what you lean towards or what is right for you. And you can take into account your own situation, which is what's beautiful, is that we're all different and we all view things differently and that's okay. And I think the information I give you today is going to help you see that and you're gonna find a really good balance for you. Before we get into it, I wanna remind you if this information is helpful for you, I really appreciate it if you share it with your friends, share it with your family, your coworkers, share it on social media. Or write a five star review and tell me about what you liked about the episode. I truly do read those and it does help the podcast grow. Today, I'm gonna to tell you I received one from M Health4 and it said, I found this podcast a couple months ago and since then have gone back and listened to nearly all the episodes. Andrea approaches health and fitness with a very positive, realistic, and inspiring outlook. As a fellow mom of four little ones, I find her relatable, and I like to think, if she can do it, so can I. I look forward to listening to each week. Thank you. Thank you, M4. I really appreciate hearing from you. When I hear from you guys, I know what to share. I'm able to think of more ideas to help you because to me, we're a team. So when I can get feedback from you when I can hear from you, it helps me want to pour more in and I get more ideas. So please feel free to share the podcast with others and make sure you're subscribed. All right, now we actually are going to get into it, but first, our show today is sponsored by ACTA Wear. Now, while this is an active wear line, they do actually have comfy clothes as well, and something you may not know about me is I am really intense about texture, so I hate when my exercise clothes cut into my waist, cut into my thighs, cut into my back. It makes me insane, and I like them to be super soft, and that is why I love ACTA because their fabrics are so soft and comfortable. They use a custom blend of soft fabrics so they're able to endure the workout and they stay in place and they feel good and not itchy at all. I personally love their Flux Impact bra. I think strappy bras are so cute, but oftentimes when they're too strappy, I don't feel like they're very supportive. And they have so many different options from high impact to low impact, and I've liked every single one I've tried. They also donate with every purchase to four different charities. So on the back of all their clothes, they have four dots to remind you of their charities. They donate to childhood cancer, sex trafficking, clean drinking water, and mental health. So I always feel like, wow, I get great clothes and I get to donate to like good causes. And so for me, that's totally a win. You can try any of their products with the code Make It Simple. It's all one word, the name of the podcast, Make It Simple, and it gets 10% off. I will also add a link in my show notes. And again, it is ACTA. I have really loved their clothes because of how they feel and how they stay put. And I know you will as well. My name's Andrea Allen, and I am a mother of four girls under seven, a wifey to a mountain man, a personal trainer, and a nutrition coach. I love all things women's health and fitness. But let's face it, the fitness industry is complicated, and it's not built for the everyday mom. There's so much conflicting information, and you're busy, and you don't have time to figure it out. I hate feeling confused and overwhelmed, so I've made it my mission to simplify health and fitness while creating a welcoming, realistic, and empowering home for like-minded women. I'm happy you're here, and I hope you stay a while. All right, here we go. So as I mentioned, this debate is always raging, and it often comes up in general when I talk to other people in the health and fitness industry. And I can honestly say that I sit in the middle because I can see both sides 100%. And it's okay if you disagree with me. I'm going to explain how I see this and kind of give you some ideas of what I see. But we don't all have to see it exactly the same. Whole food advocates, people who think you should be eating 100% whole foods, are quick to categorize processed foods as the primary cause of obesity and metabolic pathologies. I think that that is true. Flexible diet people, people who do macros or intuitive eating, you know, believe in a balance, they actually feel like it's more of an energy balance equation as the most critical component to keeping a healthy weight and a healthy lifestyle. And by energy balance equation, I'm referring to they think calories in versus calories out is all that matters. I believe in that as well. I believe that they're both correct. I have seen people who are... Incredibly shredded and look amazing on the outside, yet they fill their diets with lots of chemicals, lots of junk, lots of things that I bet their insides don't look very pretty. I have also met and worked with a lot of clients who are believers in 100% whole foods, but what they don't acknowledge is the imbalance. Of their whole foods. They don't acknowledge that there is a balance of equation on your energy and the macros you're eating. So they will often have a deficit of proteins or fats or carbs, whatever it is. And that unbalance is creating problems for them. And they're not able to see the results that they want. But they feel like because I'm eating whole foods, I should be getting and reaching my goals. And that's not correct either the truth is in the middle. Surprise, surprise, I sit in the middle. I understand also that there are very different situations, and I understand that some people with autoimmune issues or if you're sensitive to certain foods like processed sugars and other things, that that can cause you problems, and that is the beauty of caring for your own health, being in charge of your own health. Often, I will balance someone's macros. I also ask, are you feeling bloating, inflammation? Tired some of these questions because if so, I explained, we might you might have a sensitivity to certain foods, we might need to cut things out. So I do believe that there is a balance between the two. But something I want you to think about, and what I really want to focus on today is finding that balance for you and making it realistic for you. What I want you to focus on instead of doing it perfectly is a sliding scale of good, better, best. Now, obviously eating whole foods, eating 100% whole foods is going to be a fantastic choice. That is super great. I have a friend who makes all her own food, literally all her own sauces, everything. She spends hours and hours doing it. And I think if she has the time for that, that is super great. Like, that's fantastic. But I also have clients and I work with people who don't have that kind of time and they feel discouraged over that and they need a quick, easy on the go idea and trying to find a happy medium. So using a sliding scale is going to be effective in those situations of a good, better, best. So as we talk about this, I want you to think about three different things. I want you to think about your personal physical time restraints and your personal mental health and your ability to prep your food. In a situation where we would be trying to choose our best option in the good, better, best sliding scale, we're going to choose something with a whole foods. For dinners, I like to have whole foods. We typically will have a protein salad, roasted vegetables. Sometimes we'll have a fruit. We keep it very simple. And I like it that way because I'm able to be home. I have the time to make the dinner and that works for me. For lunches, I don't have the time to make a whole food lunch. So in those moments, I actually food prep. You can either get a food prep company, which I have done myself. I've used many different food prep companies. And that works really well once you kind of shop around and find the one that works for you. And I've also food prepped my own food. I worked for a really long time in a very busy office. And I would make, you know, chicken and roasted vegetables on Sunday night and I would make enough for three to four days and I'd put them all in their own containers. And then in my office, I didn't take a lunch break because I wanted to hurry and get out and beat the traffic and get to the outside town and get some stuff done and get my workout in. And so I sacrificed a lunch break and I honestly didn't have much time for it anyway. So I would take my meal prepped lunch to work. And I would microwave it for 30 seconds, you know, and then I'd bring it to my desk and eat it. As healthy as I could get in that situation because I had prepped the meal. In some circumstances, we aren't able to prep meals. And I do understand that. We wanna do our best to control our time. And a lot of times, if you're like, I never have time to food prep, you might wanna lay out a calendar and look at what you're doing every day and find windows where you actually are wasting time. Because I can honestly say, I'm pretty busy, but I still waste a lot of time. And when someone tells me they 100% don't have time for something... It's that they're not seeing the window of time that they have, because I know how intense things get with running a business and my kids and my family and everything else here. But I also, like I said, I know I waste time. So think about that. Think about, you know, laying out a calendar and writing down what you're doing every hour of the day and realizing that there probably is some room on a certain day of the week to meal prep so you can choose the best option, which is having some whole foods. When we are on the go, when we have things to do, we don't always have that option. And I think that it is okay to choose a good or a better option. When I'm at the grocery store, I can't pull out chicken and avocado and roasted vegetables out of my purse when I've been running errands all day. And if you're a mom who's taking kids thing to thing and to sports events and you're at this and that you're not doing that. And we don't have time for that. And I'm not unrealistic to think that someone's going to do that. So in those situations, pulling out a protein bar, I look at as a win over pulling out a bag of chips. You can take processed foods, things that come in packages, and you can think about, can I choose a good option that comes in a package? Obviously, whole food is going to be better. But I'm not in a situation right now where I can pull chicken out of my purse. It's just not going to work. And that's real. That is real life. And sometimes we forget that. And so pulling out a protein bar, I look at on my sliding scale as this is a win. Like this is a win because instead I'm not pulling out a bag of chips. I'm not pulling out a donut. I'm not pulling out some random cupcake package muffin thing that I bought at the gas station. That's a win. And is that a processed food? Yeah, technically. Now, you can be picky about the type of processed food you eat. As I mentioned, you may like a different protein bar than I like. There are some that are better quality. There are some that are worse quality. It's the same thing with protein powder. You may feel different about different types of cheeses than maybe I like, or maybe you don't even like cheese, but I will eat a certain kind of cheese that you won't. That's okay. Again, it's about finding some quick options that work for you and not feeling guilty over those. Because I would much rather have someone have a quick on-the-go processed item that's still decently nutritionally dense than reaching for one that is processed, that is nutritionally void. There is nothing in there that's actually going to help you reach your goals. Another quick example is if I've just finished a workout and typically I like to have a protein shake and then I'll have like eggs or something. Sometimes I don't have time to make eggs. And so I may just fly out of my house with a protein shake or a Greek yogurt or whatever, you know, that might be packaged that still has protein in it. And it's better than the alternative of a lot of things you can eat. So sometimes you have to look at, in my situation at this moment, what is the best option I can choose and be okay with that? It's okay if it's not 100% whole foods if it's the best option you have in that moment. Sometimes I've been places where there's no good options. There is nothing. And I have to say, okay, this is a one-time situation. I'm going to probably have something I probably wouldn't normally. Or the alternative to that, again, is going back to planning ahead. Even if, for example, I'm at a soccer game and I get hungry... And if I am planning ahead, then I'll be able to reach in my purse and pull out a protein bar, maybe a little baggie of nuts, apples and nut butter in a little container, carrots and hummus, celery, or even a little tuna packets that they make now. These are all going to be better choices than something you're going to grab quickly off the shelf at a gas station because technically you have to look at this as food prepping because you prepped what you were going to eat for when you went hungry at an event. You were out and about and you got hungry and you were prepared. So that is food prepping. Not in the way we view it as always whole foods. Obviously, I listed some whole foods and some processed things like in packages. But either way, it's a better choice a lot of times than the alternative. The other thing that sometimes people will say to me is, As you know, I put my clients, I make sure they're having enough protein because protein fuels muscle and muscle obviously fuels our metabolism and our BMR. So I've had people say to me, well, I was super busy today and so I only ate, you know, a couple of protein shakes and a protein bar. And I hope the way that I explain this makes sense, but that is still a choice to do that because you can... Plan ahead, you can do what I did when I worked in an office where four days previous, I literally unthawed chicken, put salt and pepper on it, chopped up some vegetables, you can even get a veggie chopper so it'll take you a few minutes and roasted them in the oven. It didn't take me long, but I had food for three days. so another example for that also is let's say you go a whole day and I've had people say well i just I can't just live on protein shakes because I'm so busy, and I had two protein shakes and a and a protein bar today. And my response to that, and I hope this makes sense, is that's still a choice because I think you could have planned ahead a little bit and seen if you could possibly food prep some food like I did when I worked in the office. I don't believe that you're going to 100% do this perfectly. But I think if we can try to think ahead and try to plan ahead, we will get stuck in less situations where we feel hungry and we don't have any options or where we feel like we could get hungry, but we've already prepared and have something with us we can eat or already had a solid meal before we left and came to wherever we are. There are processed foods that are nutritionally dense, Are they probably always as good as whole foods? No, but I think that they can still help keep us full. They can help us not have binging later. They can help us still build muscle if it has protein in it, because as I've mentioned lots of times, muscle is linked to your BMR, your basal metabolic rate, and that is linked to your ability to maintain weight, to be able to feel energized. If you're not eating enough, you won't feel energized. You'll have bad energy. You'll have brain fog. A ton of non scale issues as well. Like, you know, I mentioned the brain fog and feeling tired or feeling agitated. All of those things can be signs of that. Or even lethargic if you ate too much. It just depends. But learning to recognize those feelings and realizing that preparing is going to help prevent those if we can eat in a balanced way. For your mental health, sometimes the balance is really important. I have worked with clients who have been told their whole lives, that they need to be super strict and not ever eat sugar because it's bad for you. I have said a hundred times, I understand that sugar is not 100% healthy for you. I understand it's not good for you. But I also understand that obsessive behavior over things you can't have can be way worse for some people in different circumstances. And as I mentioned, you have to pay attention to your own because there are different issues that people come across that affect us differently. But oftentimes I work with women where they have built this damaging relationship with things that I would call moderation and they can't get out of this cycle of having it and regretting it and then trying to never eat it again and then having it and then the guilt and then it just keeps going. So I think mental health plays a major role in your ability to balance between whole foods and processed foods. I've lived that life. I remember one time in my early 20s, I was in college and I said, I am not going to have sugar for an entire month. And I didn't. I remember even I made a cake for someone and I wanted to lick the chocolate on my finger. (laughs) I'm just going to show my true colors here. And I didn't. And I remember feeling so proud of myself in in that moment that I didn't and just feeling like, oh, okay, good, I'm doing great. My issue with that is, When that month ended, we made Valentine cookies to give away. And I think I ate over 20 cookies, maybe 30, like an insane amount that like, I don't even know how my body held that many cookies. (laughs) And after that, I said to myself, I will never do this again. I will never do all or nothing. I will never put myself in a situation where... I feel so obsessed over not having something that when I do have it, I have all of it, every single thing. I'm, I'm eating all the things and I have frosting on my fingers and I'm just out of control. I will never do this to myself again. And I never have. And people have said to me, hey, do you want to do this? Do you want to do this challenge? No, I do not because I believe in moderation. So when I say take in your mental health, I want you to think about, do I have a good relationship with food? That's part of your mental health. Do I beat myself up when I can't eat whole foods, when I'm trying to live this perfect 100% whole 30 paleo, whatever, which I think are all great things. I'm not bashing you, but I'm saying, what is it doing to your mental health? Are you able to do that? Maybe instead you should try the sliding scale and say, I am going to do my best to eat this way. And sometimes in some situations, I'm going to have moderation and I'm going to be okay if I eat something that is not fitting into the whole food category. It's going to be okay if I have, you know, a processed protein bar because I'm hungry in this moment and I didn't prepare. That's okay. And truthfully, when you get put in those situations, as I said, making sure you have a plan and making sure you prepared yourself and meal prepped is going to make you feel in control way more. It's really hard to have it both ways. It's really hard to say, I don't really want to eat processed foods, but I don't really have time to meal prep. So finding that happy medium and saying, you know what? I am so busy these three days. I'm going to meal prep for these days. And I'm just going to stick something in that maybe comes from a package in my bag. And I'm going to be okay with that because that is the best I can do in that moment. And on the sliding scale, I am choosing the best option for that situation, which may just be an okay option. And that's a win. It's a win every single time in my book. So my goal is to encourage you to find that balance. I know some people may write me after this and say, I can't believe you are encouraging (laughs) processed foods. And I'm okay with that too. I really am. Because I want you to do what's right for you. So as you're trying to like live a healthier lifestyle and eat healthier or trying to find balance or trying to eat 100% clean or whatever it is, I want you to think in your journey for the rest of your life. I still do this. In your fitness and health journey, on a sliding scale, how am I doing? Is this the best I could do? No. But in this situation, this is as good as I can do. And be okay with that. And I want you to think about that good, better, best in everything you do. In food, in your workouts, in everything. And just stop beating yourself up over not being able to do 100% whole food or, you know, all the workouts for this week or whatever it is. I want you to know that you can be healthy and you can be doing a great job. And you don't have to be eating 100% whole foods. End of story. I believe it. I want you to believe it. I want you to know you can do your best. And that's good enough on your sliding scale. And I think you can have changes. I think you can lose fat. I think you can add muscle. I think you can find moderation. I think you can maintain. I think you can get strong with a healthy balance of whole foods and sometimes processed foods. And obviously, as you pick your processed foods, I want you to look at the labels, read them. The, f- the labels go in order. So, if you're looking at the ingredients, the ingredients that's first on the label is going to be the most in the product you're having. So, let's say the first ingredient is sugar. That means that in that item, that is the most, the biggest ingredient in it. So, look at the list, look at the order of them. Even if you're getting like sweet potato chips, I've picked up a bag of. Su- sweet potato chips. And sweet potatoes was like number seven on the list of what it was. So yes, you can have some processed foods, but like know how to read the label. Look at the order of the ingredients. Look what's in there. Look what's in there the most. Look what's in the bottom lines. Look at the macronutrients. Make sure that like often labels will also say like, oh, this is like, did you know licorice says on it like a fat free treat? And I'm like, yes, it's fat free, but it's got a lot, a lot of sugar in there. So know how to read the actual ingredients list and know how to look at the macros, the proteins, the fats, and the carbs. That's really important as well. And be aware of those balances and you're making sure that you're aware of the fiber in it and everything else. That's going to also help you when you're learning to read labels. Because the truth is, in our lives, we have situations where we're going to have to read labels and we're going to have to eat food with labels. And that's, that's the reality Of I feel like being an everyday mom and a reality that at least I live in. And if you are in a situation where you don't have to live into that and you can make all your own foods, that's fantastic. I honestly applaud you. I think that's beautiful. But I am not. And I know some of you are not. So we just have to work on choosing whole foods as much as we can reading our labels, making sure we understand what's in the product, trying to make sure that it is as healthy as possible and nutritionally dense as possible, and just saying this is good enough. And lastly, besides saying this is good enough, paying attention to how it makes you feel. That's really important as well. How do you feel eating that food? Because that's also how we find food sensitivities and inflammation and some of that stuff is paying attention to how we feel. Sometimes we're so disconnected from our bodies We aren't even aware of how some whole foods can make us feel or some processed foods. I did a gut health test probably two or three years ago, and I was having constant bloating. And I was like, what is it? What am I eating? Guess what? It was broccoli. It was broccoli. Like my test came back and was like, you cannot eat broccoli anymore. It was broccoli and Brussels sprouts and um, kale and cucumbers and tomatoes. All whole foods, but my digestive system was not digesting those. It was like, "Mm -mm, girlfriend, we don't like these. And so I had to cut out those vegetables and actually increase my like green beans and zucchini squash and all of those things. So I tell you that story to say, like, just pay attention how you feel because it's not always processed things, it's not always whole foods. The truth is, it's this delicate mix. Like, just like I gave you an example of a whole food that was bugging my stomach, on the flip side, you have to realize you can't just focus on your macros because, as I said, it's in the middle. Because for a second, imagine that you are hitting your macros perfectly, but you're doing it by eating three or four Twinkies to get all your carbs and fat for the day, and then you're just drinking, like, three or four protein shakes. How do you honestly think that would make you feel? You probably wouldn't feel very good because it's not high- Quality food. So there is this delicate balance between processed foods and whole foods and finding what works for us and finding what is uniquely a fit for our situation. In 2021, that matters. Maybe you're listening to this in 2022, you know, backtracked, but either way, in the 20th century, is this the 20th century? Don't ask me those questions. I do health stuff, <laughs> but it's those things, and that's what matters. And that's what's important is I want you to pay attention to your physical time, your ability to prep, your mental health, and how you feel eating things and be okay with that. I hope this episode was helpful. As you know, I love if you'd write a review and don't forget to subscribe wherever you listen. Normally, it's at the top right corner. You can click and hit subscribe and you'll get it downloaded every single week to your phone so we can chat it up. All right, that's it for today. I love you and you are doing better than you think you are.